0: Today we are entering session 94 law of one received August 26 1982 This is a session where half of the material was taken out uh, and put into book 5 meaning personal material and the other half really focuses on tarot card 4 experience of mind um, which you know is sometimes called the emperor but the um, Egyptian deck card iconography is super simple and so quite different than card four in the Rider Waite deck uh, but the majority of this session or what I think is actually more important than the tarot card four frankly, uh, personally is um, the personal material given particularly to Carla <coughs> and Don uh, and then also Jim regarding the uh, uh I would say the balance of love wisdom in world service uh, they were doing world service uh and all personal imbalances got triggered or were in play and uh but one year and a half from this session ninety four is session one o six or uh was the end of their contact with Ra. <clears throat> so we have 13 more sessions to go, including 106, which was, uh, about seven, a year and a half later, March, 1984. So Don died actually November, 1984. So from March to November, uh, eight months of 1984, there were no contacts. 106 had, had occurred and there was no 107. So eight months later, after session 106, Don died or killed himself and, um, things were really getting difficult at the end here. Uh, And that's why half of the session is in blue, uh, commentary from book five. So uh, let's get into that, and I think hopefully I'll be able to take session 94 in two classes, where the first half we're going to look at um, the personal material, and the second half we'll look at experience of mine. So, uh, commentary from book five, uh, this is comes in prior to Ra's greeting, at ninety-four zero. Jim first said, um, "The first few questions and responses in this session are more of the nuts and bolts maintenance, which we constantly found ourselves having to deal with in keeping up with both Carla's arthritic flare-ups of pain, and our fifth-density negative friends accentuating of these difficulties." Towards the beginning of session ninety-two. In Book 4 of The Law of One, uh, which is a few sessions ago, one of Ra's responses was, quote, There is the need for the instrument to choose the manner of its beingness. It has the distortion, as we have noted, towards the martyrdom. This can be evaluated and choices made only by the entity. And Jim goes on, at the and at the end of the same session, Ra added, quote, so Jim is quoting Ra, quote, the instrument itself might ponder some earlier words and consider their implications we say this because of the continued because the continued calling upon vital energies if allowed to proceed to the end of the vital energy will end this contact there is not the need for continued calling upon these energies the instrument must find the key to this riddle or face a growing loss of this particular service at this particular space-time nexus. And Jim concludes and says, The last part of the personal material from Session 94 consists of a query from Carla upon which she pondered long concerning the riddle which Ra had presented in Session 92. The riddle was Ra's way of maintaining Carla's free will and at the same time giving her a direction for thought which might enhance both her own growth and the service of the contact to others. The service of the contact to others. Or the contact of service to others the service of their contact to others Uh, you know I mean I I think that both uh, Carla Jim and Don were so deep in the uh, wonder of this contact wonder in the sense that it really is an amazing thing (laughs) to have a narrow band transmission from 3d physical to six density or from our human condition of massive ignorance <laughs> and confusion, uh, to this source that seems to be very clear about many, many central matters of birth and death and path and creation and God and purpose and, and our phenom- the phenomena of, of experience. So to 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 have such a contact, um people lose their mind. <laughs> And get caught up in the swoon, I would think, of how uh, un- unimaginably precious and, and um, important this is. Uh, the 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 issue, though, that Don, that Jim is calling a riddle, and I don't think it's a riddle at all. Um, it's really the matter of um, will she, you know, uh, uh, will she or won't she continue her way? of being involved in this contact her way uh, her current condition of beingness being martyrdom will she continue this or not can she imagine it's possible to continue this to continue the contact and give all she can and hold back some for her body so she doesn't burn out her vital energies and she couldn't I think actually uh, Don I think um, grieved you know grieved uh, advanced, grieved for uh, where this would go and did some kind of a energy transfer with her that I think led him to to the suicide but uh, it doesn't seem like a riddle to me it seems like um, uh, a deep conflict between um, her desire to continue her way of service which was of martyrdom and giving all she had and the reality that she would end the contact prematurely or hurt herself if she continued that and i think i I, frankly i just think uh, she had a strong martyrdom complex um all the way for the whole life um and and this is sort of um, advanced work for somebody who's very purified in their desire to serve the world, Uh, realizing that they could serve better, fuller, longer, if they give less, (laughs) if they hold back more for the body, which really means rest more, actually. I mean, what does it mean? It means um, realize that taking care of her body and giving less energy or Throwing herself, her herself into it a bit less, is of a is a greater offering. So, giving more to herself, let's say, or um, what Ross said, uh, not continued calling upon vital energies, uh, where there really is not the need. There is indeed, in reality, no need to continue calling on her vital energies, because she could. She had the setup of life where she could uh, grow or increase her physical energy. You see, when the physical energy goes to zero, that's when she's calling on the vital. If she continues to call on the vital, um, the contact would end or she would die. Uh, Ra said, uh, if allowed to continue to the end of vital, it ends the contact. But there's no need for that. And it's not even a riddle. It's um, a conflict, it seems to me. Although Ra Ra called it a riddle. It seems like a riddle, like, how can I keep this contact and go my way, do what I know is right to give everything to keep going and serve all to be the instrument? Uh, How can I do that without um, going to martyrdom? And it just doesn't seem right, or it doesn't seem possible. Anyway, Carla will explain her perspective. She said, as time went on, we fiddled around more and more with clothing and such, ...trying to maximize my comfort in the length of the sessions. I was warmly clothed, all in white, with the white comforter placed so that it did not drag down the arms. And then my hands were gloved, and the kind of tubing used to vent washers, dryers went over both hands... ...up to about the elbow, to keep the weight of the cover off of them completely. It was a job just getting dressed for the sessions. It seems almost funny when one looks back on it, that we kept on with such perseverance... But at the time, uh, there was only one thought between us three, and that was to continue the contact and learn all we could. I think if it happened again, I'd do the same thing again, give my utmost. And I imagine Jim would say the same. Without question, Don was also absolutely single-minded about pursuing the questioning with Ra. He felt that this was the culmination of his life's work. If we were somewhat wearied and even battered by the conditions we had to work in, that was acceptable and we did indeed all feel the weariness. I appreciate the point, those of Ra make, concerning my gift of faith. It has been true for as long as I can remember that I have enjoyed that attitude of faith and hope. It may well be why I am alive today, while Don is a soldier fallen in the spiritual batter, battle. Don was a person of infinite dignity, intelligence, and ethical purity, but also always a somewhat melancholy man under the mask of polite courtesy, Efficiency and professional or professorial charm, like a professor, that he wore to meet the world. Much has been given me in this life in the way of gifts, but this is surely the most precious. Doesn't Ra offer a marvelous perspective to the myopic spiritual eye in suggesting that I was only looking at what still needed doing, rather than giving thanks for what had come around already? I have often taken their advice and pondered the merits of judging as the stern critic that would have everything just so. Life is messy and often things are very much untidy and that needs to be released, forgiven and accepted. And Ra's final thought is truly a jewel. What, after all, is all our striving in the end, including this contact and all human thought, but a vain and empty folly? We cannot move from illusion to truth in this body, on this plane of existence so where is our truest and central service not in the doing but in the being in allowing the true self that open-hearted lover of all things in creation to share its essence with the world and to allow the love and the light of the one infinite of the infinite one to pass through it and radiate into the planetary consciousness that is our true jest meaning gesture all of us who have come here at this time to be of service, colon, being, living a devotional and devoted life. So, um, initially she's talking about how they modified the setup for her clothing and make sure there was no str- un- un- ex- excessive pressure on her body by, um, the covers and the clothing and this and that. Oh. Uh, and they really were willing to make great effort uh and they did that's why they got raw and um she say you know uh continue this contact and learn all we could so their perspective was how much they could learn and um but her saying if it happened again i'd do the same thing give my utmost i wonder if that means she didn't learn the she didn't resolve the riddle here because there was some fundamental change that Ra was suggesting that was of greater balance which is um, do less, be more (laughs) Uh, don't judge yourself based on your doing but appreciate yourself as uh, your being know your being and appreciate yourself as what you are Um, and doing is less important actually Uh, so I don't, you know, it seems to me there's still a blind spot here. Anyway, um, she had great faith, um, and Don, she considered a person of infinite dignity, intelligence, and ethical purity, uh, really um, intensely um, uh, committed to harmlessness or non-harming. I get that sense. And very, very committed to not hurting anyone and not taking advantage I mean, very high uh, ethical... She says ethical purity. I can imagine that. Uh, And considers, she's saying that, you know, her gift, the greatest gift given her in this life was meeting him. And I'm sure they're together today. Uh, And Ra, she calls a marvelous perspective to the myopic spiritual eye, suggesting she was only looking at what needed to be done rather than giving thanks for what had come around already. Uh, I think that she really enjoyed being the Stern critic. I think that she really, um, had a strong attachment to, um, that kind of, um, zeal. The zeal of the ever-Stern critic. Um, and, um, much can be achieved, but, um... There are deficiencies, I think, in that attitude, my personal sense, because there's, uh, there is the sense of all complete and perfect now, not needing doing. And so, and that's where she brings in Ra's final thought quote. But, you know, I don't think that Ra said, frankly, that, that all our striving or this contact, all human thought, is vain and empty folly. I don't think Ra said that at all. We'll see down the page if that's the case. So I'm not sure if she really got that. Raw, I think, was really... And I know some people don't like me being any bit critical of Carla. <laughs> but you know, we're all learning. You too. We're all we're all works in progress. She has blockages, distortions, and so do I, and so do you. And um, let's not, you know, idealize each other. Um, we're all on the same work, and we all have blind spots. So, but... Uh, then she comes to understand or present the idea that the true service or the central service or a more holistic essential service is being and everybody really ought to understand the difference between doing and being and that very much is associated with um natural radiation energy love light radiation to planetary sphere planetary consciousness absolutely that's what's going on Ninety-four zero greeting i am ra I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator I communicate now. Don first asked about Carla, could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Ra said there is some small increase in the physical energy deficit. It is not substantial. All else is as all else is as at the previous asking. <clears throat> so increase in physical energy deficit meaning more deficit, meaning less physical energy. Uh, and that's why rock keeps talking about burning out the vital when there's no physical one runs on vital and at the end of vital one dies or gets super sick one has a super crash when vital is burned down 94.2 now here we start the blue uh, background um, in the exchanges don says I have questions here from the instrument one quote Is our fifth-density friend responsible for the instrument's extreme distortion towards pain during and just after sessions? And Ross says, yes. And Don next asks about it, 94.3. Is there anything that we can do that we are not doing to remedy the situation so that the instrument does not experience this pain or as much of it? And so the 5D negatively-oriented Orion entity called friend I mean (laughs) how does that work if you you know uh, how do? why use the same word for somebody who truly loves you and wants to help Um, I think there's a little problem with that but I wouldn't call somebody who wants to kill me my friend Uh, but whatever what uh, the the idea is that that negative entity um, was associated with the extreme pain she felt during and after sessions but it wasn't fully from that. So Carla was really in a bad way, not just uh, low vital and low physical, but also in real intense pain and um, her hands and everything. Ra will explain that, 94.3, saying, there is little that can be done due to a complex of pre-existing distortions. The distortions are triple in the source, number one, there is the, shall we say, less than adequate work of your surgeons, meaning surgeons, which allows for various distortions in the left wrist area. Then, there is the distortion called systemic lupus erythematosus, which causes the musculature of the lower left and right arms to allow for distortions in the normal, shall we say, configurations of both. Lastly, there is the nerve damage, more especially to the left but in both appendages from the thoracic outlet Um, so um, there there's a lot of problem she was working through going on in the course of the waking behavior the instrument can respond to the various signals which ring the toxin of pain thus alerting the mind complex which in turn moves the physical complex in many and subtle configurations which relieve the various distortions, your friend greets these distortions, as has been stated before, immediately prior to the beginning of the working. However, during the working, the instrument is not with its yellow ray chemical vehicle, and thusly, the many small movements which could most effectively aid in the decrease of these distortions is not possible. Ra must carefully examine the mental configurations of the mind complex, in order to make even the grossest manipulation, it is not our skill to use a yellow ray vehicle. The weight of the cover has some deleterious effect upon these distortions in some cases, and thus we mentioned that there was a small thing which could be done, that is, the framing of that which lifted the coverlet from the body slightly, in order to compensate for loss of warmth, the wearing of material, warming the manual appendages would then be indicated. So this is the rundown of uh, the causes of her extreme pain during and after sessions. Um, Little can be done regarding pre-existing distortions and um, that's the case for probably a lot of the, the the travails of body pains we go through or body conditions. Most of them are directly or derived indirectly, I would imagine, from pre-existing distortions. And then, of course, um, if one is under real negative attack, that negative attack will or can target <clears throat> those um, congenital uh, physiological weaknesses. So that, for her, was uh, all over the place, and they had many. And um, you, again, the, the connection between many pre-existing physical illnesses Ill, or, or infirmities, planned by her, didn't have to be, planned by her. And it's karma, but it's planned by her as catalyst for a certain uh, transformation of mind or development of new core beliefs. Uh, the discovery uh, discovery, uh, and healing of currently held distorted core beliefs, particularly self belief, and their um, modification to less distorted, more balanced, uh, deep mind core beliefs, particularly associated with self and uh, conduct, self and value, core values, core self-beliefs. Um, the martyrdom in action, which value, where, where in mind she was valuing action over being, or judging herself, worth in uh in session one o six we'll talk raw finally hit it on the nail and talked about the i think it was maybe it was not one o six but the the movement from worth in action to worth in s self worth based in her essence or who she is what she is uh as a less distorted um core belief regarding self value or self image that um, our true value emerges from our being, not from our doing. And our doing um, may be distorted, but our, uh, you know, self is a being of infinite worth, said etc. And so, that was not known, that's not known, um, I don't think she knew that all along, frankly. Then she had lupus, uh, systemic lupus erythematosus, which is considered, quote, An autoimmune disease in which the body's immune system mistakenly attacks healthy tissue in many parts of the body. So it's self-attacking disease. And so a body, uh, autoimmune, self-attacking immune or or disease associated with the body taking the tissue, the body as enemy. Um, You can see the relationship uh, as um, a tendency associated with the martyrdom or... Martyrdom, the basis of the martyrdom, and the basis or the nature of uh, self-worth based in action rather than self-worth based in s, the nature of those perspectives or views of self or sense of self-worth and that way of living, um, you know, may well be uh, the direct a direct uh, reflection of uh, a disease in which the the self kill, self harms the self, takes the self as an enemy. Um, when it isn't and takes the you know tissue and organs of the body as foreign invaders when they're not that's number two then nerve damage both appendages from thoracic uh, the thorax I mean that sounds like the legs but I don't know so there's nerve damage there's lupus and then there's um, left wrist Um, and Ross basically saying that she can't move during the sessions and so it gets worse and that Ra itself can't really help much because they, they're not that skillful in manipulating uh, yellow ray bodies. And then they gave some suggestions about the cover and her body. 94.4 Don says, I immediately think of the instrument wearing long underwear under the robe that it now wears and an extremely light white cover. Would this be satisfactory? Ra said, due to this instrument's lack of radiant physical energy, the heavier cover is suggested. <clears throat> and so uh her lack of physical energy physical energy could be called radiant which also means, in this case it may be thermal meaning she didn't she was cold easily so Ross said heavier cover 945 in your statement near the beginning of it you said quote less than adequate work of your end quote and there was a word that i didn't understand at all are you familiar with the word that i was that i am trying to understand Ross said no Um, The word was churgeon, churgeon, which is um, from the old, from Latin, old French, old English, just the word for surgeon. And so I think that was the word he was looking for. 94.6, Don says, we'll have to wait till we transcribe the material then. Going on. I assume that our fifth density negative friend doesn't cause the distortion all the time simply because he wishes to emphasize the fact that the instrument is going to be distorted only if she attempts one of these service to others' workings, therefore attempting to stifle the working is this correct? Meaning, the negative entity um, only causes the extreme pain distortions when she's entering or going through workings or sessions as a means to discourage the the, um, association of causing pain during the the... Pain caused during workings, Don is assuming because it's uh, the, the negative entity is working mainly around the sessions uh, because uh, it's sort of telling Carla, showing Carla, uh, if you do these sessions, you'll get punished, you'll get this pain, that's punishment, so stop. That seems totally reasonable, but it's not quite the case. Ross said, this is partially correct. The incorrect portion is this. The entity of which you speak has found its puissance puissance means the power to accomplish or achieve or potency power, uh, accomplishing power the entity of which you speak has found its puissance less than adequate to mount a continuous assault upon this instrument physical vehicle and has shall we say chosen the more effective of the space-time nexi of this instrument's experience for its service, hey hey, service to self by assault So, service to self as an assault. Okie dokie. So, (laughs) that that is um, service to self, uh, all beings as the one creator, and all action as service. Uh, Seeing human leadership in the politicians, (laughs) seeing the service to self Illuminati groups doing black magic and uh, killing and torturing freely and widely um, as the one infinite creator uh rendering service <clears throat> if you can really really know that without fooling yourself uh it's a great achievement and um, I'm not there yet, so to to see rank evil or service self as service to all done by the one infinite creator in that form and uh, go beyond disgust or horror uh, is great uh but I haven't achieved that myself anyway uh the real problem here is that um their power uh as a unified group with Ra has been greater than the negative entity uh in some sense, therefore it can't assault her continuously but chooses its times ninety four seven Don goes on. Could you tell me why I have felt I meaning he? Has felt so extremely tired on several recent occasions, Ra said this has been covered in previous material. Ra goes on the contact which you now experience costs a certain amount of the energy which each of the group brought into manifestation in the present incarnation, although the brunt of this cost falls upon the instrument, it is capari- uh, caparisoned a lot of big words here it is caparisoned by the pre incarnative design. With the light and gladsome armor of faith and will to a far more conscious extent than most mind-body-spirit complexes are able to enjoy without much training and initiation. Actually, the I, I think, is Carla. The, the question, I think, was from Carla through Don. all goes on, those of the support group, meaning Don and Jim, also offer the essence of will and faith in service to others supporting the instrument as it releases itself completely in the service of the one creator therefore each of the support group also experiences a weariness of the spirit which is indistinguishable from physical energy deficit except that if except that if each experiments with this weariness each shall discover the physical energy in its usual distortion okay so i think this is carla asking and Ross number one saying that this type of uh, contact or channeling um, costs a certain amount of energy or uh, there is a metaphysical metabolism of energy needed um, to maintain or to establish and maintain and experience the contact and that I think is associated with physical and vital energy <clears throat> and most of the cost or the drain or the burn um the usage is um done by carla um It is caparisoned by uh, comparison by pre-incarnate design um It actually means to be decked out in rich and decorative colors coverings. The horse was caparisoned with ribboned ribbon colored ribbons says uh Wikipedia or Google. Dictionary, so comparison is to be decked out, to be garbed in rich coverings, and um, <clears throat> raw wax is quite poetic here. And so, although Carla particularly um, was was paying a high cost uh, in energy, energy metabolism, or drain and loss, you know, energy usage that had to be um you know added up it uh, had it to be replaced or or um restocked <clears throat> a drain that that needed a refilling which wasn't being done with the martyrdom complex um yet uh, within that configuration of that process um there is this sort of decking out or uh, furnishing that she had that she is or was experiencing uh, by her, you know, by pre-incarnative design, or by the design of of the body and mind that she was experiencing, this great faith and will, light and gladsome armor of will and faith, faith and will. So very strong will she had always, and very strong faith. Uh, to a far more conscious extent than most other people can enjoy, without much training and initiation, and so that's another point: is that and Ra will talk about this later, she didn't really have sufficient training and initiation for the work that they were doing. And one can indeed develop faith and will by training, like the training of Anapanasati or Buddhist meditation, or many traditions, serious meditation, discipline, formal meditation, not just listening to Kenny G, and not just doing a little of that and a little of this um, accord with my feeling, but but serious, rigid training. Uh, That leads to initiation can also grow will and faith that's an interesting perspective and so uh, this offering you know what they were doing was with with Ra was allowed or, or facilitated by the fact that they came in or they were so spiritually developed with will and faith and they're offering this will and faith in the doing of the contact, which is an, a serving, an offering to others too. So what you're doing is a serving to all. And particularly this kind of offering their time and their energy and their attention and their care and their intelligence uh, to the maintenance and development of this contact, um, rich in will and faith. Uh, will is the the effort, the the power to continue. And faith is... They know what they're doing <laughs> they know cosmic plan they know about the logos they trust they know it's a deep knowing needing no proof so <clears throat> they all have some weariness of spirit but actually it's not a, a physical energy problem it's a fatigue it's a kind of spiritual fatigue 94 8 Don says thank you I really didn't mean to go over previous material I was, I should have phrased my question more carefully so that that is what I expected I was trying to get confirmation of the fact that I suspected that I will be more careful in questioning from now on I'm not sure what he's talking about but um, he's apologizing but wrong gave a a new material answer it seems Don goes on, from the instrument we have the question while vacationing I uncovered a lot about myself not consciously known before. It seems to me that I coast on the spiritual gifts given at birth and never have spent any time getting to know my human self which seems to be a child, immature and irrational. Is this so? Ross said this is partially correct. And so I'm not sure what she means by that. Coasting on her spiritual gifts maybe means not making enough effort uh deliberate effort in certain ways um, then she explains spending time getting to know her human self or her personal emotional I would think seems to be childlike immature irrational uh, <clears throat> that is that would be a blind spot and um, I'm sure we all have the blind spots of not acknowledging our irrationality which is I don't care what's true I want it my way or I want it to be as I I want it to be as I as I wish it. I don't care if uh, all the evidence shows I'm mistaken. I want it as I want it. I want it this way, <laughs> and I don't care about logic or uh, objective truth. That kind of irrationality, I think we all have some of that. 94.9 going on. Dawn says, then she says, quote, If this is so, this seems to be part of the riddle about the manner of beingness that Ra spoke of I fear if I do not work successfully on my human distortions I shall be responsible for losing the contact yet Ra also yet also Ra suggests the over-dedication to any outcome is unwise could Ra comment on these thoughts this is very deep <clears throat> and um, this notion of uh, th- this phrase choose the manner of beingness really means does Carlo want to stay in 3D longer or die does she want to give herself in the continued martyrdom way to the contact and die young or end the contact early or continue um, this beingness till that end? <laughs> which which kind of uh, beingness would you like? 3D space-time beingness uh, as healthy as possible, as long as possible or the continuation of this contact in just the same way as you've been experiencing it in just the same, with just the same approach you've been giving it, which will lead to its end and your possible death, or martyrdom, or physical mental breakdown. Which, which would you choose as the beingness you prefer or value more highly? Um, sprinting to the finish and dying, or uh, spending longer uh, strolling more leisurely, um but getting to you know but, but not not um experiencing the thrill of massive exertion in the way of the martyr which which type of life would you like which type of way of living would you like and um she's making the connection between what she discovered on her vacation about herself or <clears throat> the blind spot of the immature child mind or or stubborn stubborn irrationality stubborn impulsivity, which we all have somewhat too, obviously. Everything that everybody, everyone's distortions are shared by all, frankly, just a matter of more or less or more or less healed. Ra goes on, or Ra explains, and this is very heavy, so she's tying her recognition of her irrational tendency uh, that she hadn't been so familiar with to the solving of the riddle regarding the nature of beingness, which I think at this point she still didn't get, really. Ross said, we comment in general, first upon the query about the contact, which indicates once again that the instrument views the mind-body-spirit complex with jaundiced eye. Uh, Each mind-body-spirit complex that is seeking shall almost certainly have the immature and irrational behaviors, meaning we're all like that. It is also the case that this entity as well as almost all seekers, have done substantial work within the framework of the incarnative experience and have indeed developed maturity and rationality. That this instrument should fail to see that which has been accomplished and see only that which remains to be accomplished may well be noted. Indeed, any seeker discovering in itself this complex of mental and mental-emotional distortions shall ponder the possible non-efficacy of judgment going on, as we approach the second portion of the query, we view the possibility of infringement upon free will. however, we believe we may make reply within the boundaries of the law of confusion, and this was basically <clears throat> uh, regarding Carla working on these uh, distortions of irrationality associated with losing the contact and the riddle of choosing her beingness. Ra goes on, this particular instrument was not trained nor did it study, nor worked it at any discipline in order to contact Ra. We were able, as we have said many times, to contact this group using this instrument because of the purity of this instrument's dedication to the service of the one infinite creator, and also because of the great amount of harmony and acceptance enjoyed each, each, enjoyed each by each within the group, this situation making it possible for the support group to function without significant distortion. We are humble messengers, How can any thought be taken by an instrument as to the will of the creator? We thank this group that we may speak through it, but the future is mazed. We cannot know whether our jest may, after one final working, be complete. Can the instrument then think for a moment that it shall cease in the service of the one infinite creator? We ask the instrument to ponder these queries and observations so it's a very poignant philosophical answer here in 94.9 and um a bit bitter frankly given the reality of what came down a year and a half or two years from this exchange um so number one um the instrument views the mind-body-spirit complex meaning she as the being using mind, body-spirit complex You are not the mind, you are not the body, you are the one that's using this instrument. (laughs) You are the one that uses mind. So, the instrument, her beingness, views her equipment of mind-body-spirit complex with a jaundiced eye. Uh, Jaundiced is yellow, but it really means um, uh, bitterness, resentment, cynicism. And so that's called chronic self criticism, self blame, self judgment. With a jaundiced eye is not just yellow and bilious, but also resentful resentful, cynical, critical. Like uh, you know, I'm a schmuck, this kind of thing. I'm just a schmuck. Like she said, bozos on the bus. She Carlo often said, We're just bozos on the bus. I'm not a bozo on the bus, and I don't think she is either. So if you call yourself a bozo on the bus is that not uh, a cynical um, almost bitter self-judgmental perspective seems to me so um, calling yourself a bozo on the bus is a problem and and that's why Ross said she looks at her equipment <laughs> the equipment of my body spirit um, with this jaundiced eye, and again, um, it's a word that we hear sometimes but not used much uh, jaundiced. Again, affected by bitterness, resentment, or cynicism. And so I think um when we're stuck in low self value, we resent ourselves. We're stuck we're attached to self self judgment. We're attached by attached to the bitter perspective. No matter how much I go, I, I'll always fail. No matter what I do, I'm just a schmuck from start to finish. Um like that. And and uh, there's a certain safety or emotional comfort that one may find, or when we're uh, when we're stuck there, it's because we're attached to the dynamics of mind associated with uh, chronic self judgment or a bitter, cynical sense of self about against oneself, and and that leads to all sorts of problems, <clears throat> and it really is a second chakra blockage, sixth chakra blockage. You don't know. Self as a being of infinite worth—it's not—it—it—it—it it, 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 it is a mistaken sense of self. It comes from a mistaken sense of self. That I'm—I am the doing self. I am not the one using the body, mind, spirit. I—I I, you know, knowing the self from sixth chakra, one sees the whole self, or experiences the being of the whole self to some degree, and sees one's doing differently, and so. As Ross said, every one of us that's seeking has our immature and irrational behaviors, our immature tendencies, our irrationality indeed, an attachment to it. We all do. We also have, more or less, uh, all done substantial work within this life and past lives to some maturity and rationality also. See them both. Why would one, why do you, why do those people around us fail to see that which has been accomplished and only see what remains to be accomplished. It may be noted, Ross says. So, non-infringing, it may well be noted, meaning you ought to note it if you want to know why you're stuck in martyrdom or why people um, have a a, a cynical self-resentment. One should know. And so, see yourself, it's called um, a balanced self-understanding. Yes, I know my strengths. Yes, I know my weaknesses. I know what... I know somewhat what I've developed and what I haven't developed. Where I'm a fuck-up and where I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, that's just... As I think about it, okay. You know? You you know, it's okay to be angry at oneself. And it's, and it's important to be self-loving, too. It's okay. As self-aggression, self-disdain even occurs. It comes, it goes. It may. And as we... Grow in love and understanding and awareness of what self is, and it won't be known in below the diaphragm it's known in four five six. The more that's known um, the more we can be um, at peace with um, without uh, a chronic self judgment and so raw talks about the non efficacy of judgment it's not efficacious it's not it doesn't affect a positive uh, consequence to sit in judgment. To self and now about Carla and the whole group they were not trained they didn't study they didn't have discipline given before the raw contact they did some reading they did a little meditation but that's not formal much at all and so there were two reasons Ra could contact them one is the purity of Carla in her dedication to universal service uh, to you know, existential, total, true, grounded, full self-offering in love light to all, for the benefit of all. And then the harmony of the group. Um, <clears throat> and um, and then Ra basically cuts to a conclusion to a almost like a, a, a poignant epilogue, uh, like like um, Epitaph on the gravestone. Um, I think Ra knew that the contact very likely could end at any time. They said, uh, we don't know whether our jest, our gesture, our, they're speaking, they're offering, after one final working may be complete, meaning tomorrow she'll have a breakdown or something. Um, it was getting rough, actually, for them. Um, and so, how can any thought be taken by an instrument, meaning how can she know the will of God? She can't. We can't. We have some, understanding, but it's limited. And so, what's best? <laughs> you can't say you know, I mean, you maybe you think you know, and maybe uh, it can be known sometimes. But, um, by thought, how can any thought be taken? We take any thought as to uh, understanding divine will. Well, it's a an approximate understanding of divine will by our thought uh, what, what Ra is saying is we can't tell you we know best either. If, if you want to continue going this way, you will uh, die on the table or you will go to the culmination of martyrdom and the contact will end early. Uh, it ended a year and a half later. Was that early? I don't know. It had been going on a few years. <coughs> Don died because of it. Um, unfortunately, I would say that Carla probably blamed herself for the rest of her life for it, and indeed she uh, alludes to that in uh, the beginning here. Where um, I guess it, I don't see it there, but uh, I, I think uh, she um, she had some sense that it was her fault. Um I can't find that. Um uh, anyway. Uh Raw at the end of this answer ninety four nine is basically saying we can't tell you what to do. <clears throat> In a sense, we can't even tell you what's better. Um to continue this way and burn out And and the contact early, which also was associated with Don's suicide, to continue that way, or to step back and um, more fully know your true value, essentially, regardless of work and action, and take it more slowly, or um, pay more attention to uh, replenishing physical energies, uh, whatever that meant. uh and and live to tell you know live to live to fight another day that kind of thing um in a sense nobody can really say what's best or even uh you know it's like the 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 scene in the book 2150 when John goes to the hospital and the guy is dying of pain John offers to heal the guy um by um, energy transfer and the man telepathically says don't heal me uh, I need to go through this pain and die here in the hospital with this pain, so that, of uh, you know, several lifetimes from now, I'll have less inclination to be a bad husband and um, create bad karma towards my wife, something like that. <clears throat> and that's how it goes. And so, um, we can say it's a tragedy, but you know, it's never a tragedy. <laughs> only, only uh, deficient metaphysical vision calls this or that a tragedy. It's a terrible loss, certain things. It's a terrible pain to us. But to call it a tragedy, in a certain sense, presumes that I unknow the will of God, or what should be and shouldn't, and we don't. Um, we may have a sense of it. Anyway, Roth said, we, you know, we thank you. And uh, the future is mazed, M-A-Z-E-D, which means uh, dazed and confused. <coughs> um meaning uh, unclear. Uh, And Carla obviously will never cease her service to the One Infinite Creator. I think what she didn't realize is that doing less and taking care of body and emotional life more and giving less, doing less, um, resting and uh, being more was also service to the Creator. No problem. So, anyway, 94.10, getting to the end of the session and uh, the end of today's class, and um, approaching the experience of mind. this may be the last full query um, for today. 94.10, Don says, from the previous session, the statement was made that much is veiled to the most apparently clear observation. Would Ra expand on what was meant by that statement? I assume that this means the veiling of all that is the veiling of that, that, veiling of that, that is outside, veiling of all of that, that is outside the limits of what we call our physical perception, having to do with the spectrum of light, etc., etc., but I also intuit there is more than that veiled, (coughs) what Rog span on that concept meaning uh, much is veiled to the most apparently clear observation Um, that (laughs) don't we know that already Um, means we know nearly nothing I mean I think there are very few people who really want to admit that they know nearly nothing it's very comforting and I think it's totally true we know nearly nothing, I know nearly nothing I mean you know (laughs) I just think that's a That's a fait accompli. It's a a priori. It's just assumed. It's just the backdrop of the whole situation that we know nearly nothing about, you know, (laughs) the infinity of of life and reality. Um, And Don's taking it as the veiling of that, uh, the veiling of all of that, that or which is outside the limits of physical perception, meaning time space. We're not knowing that. Clear. True. But there's more than that veiled. It would Ra explain on all that we don't know. Ra said, You are perceptive in your supposition, meaning it's beyond physical light. Indeed, we meant not any suggestions that the physical apparatus of your current illusion were limited as part of the veiling process. Your physical limits are as they are, meaning your eyes. However, because of the unique biases of each mind-body-spirit complex, there are sometimes quite simple instances of distortion. When there is no apparent cause, for such distortion, let us use the example of the virile and immature male, who meets and speaks clearly with a young female, whose physical form has the appropriate configuration to cause, for this male entity, the activation of the red ray sexual arousal. The words spoken may be upon a simple subject such as naming, information as to the occupation, and various other common interchanges of sound vibratory complex. The male entity, however is using almost all the available consciousness it possesses in registering the desirability of the female. Such may also be true of the female. Thusly, an entire exchange of information may be meaningless, because the actual catalyst is of the body. This is unconsciously controlled, and is not a conscious decision. This example is simplistic. (coughs) (coughs) This is where we'll end for today. Next next QA 94.11 begins the discussion of experience of mine. Hopefully I can pull through that in another hour next time, but we'll see. I am really tired of the tarot myself. It's not my thing. I'm an Easterner. So um, Ra really is not saying... Uh, or not uh, alluding to the limits of physical perception, visual perception, physical-visual perception. Your physical limits are as they are. <clears throat> we see what's in the visible light spectrum, and that's the end of that, generally. That's space-time. Uh, but that's not really what Ram meant <clears throat> about um, much of being veiled. They're saying, first of all, everyone has unique biases. That's the case. And that's why one solution doesn't work for everybody. One diet, one philosophy. What works for me may not work for you. But don't tell me I should follow your way. <clears throat> and I will, And I realize that you ought to go your own way. So, um, but don't think you're better than me. <laughs> because you're doing something that I'm not doing. So, people should be very... Um, Uh, very fine perceiving about these things. So Ra takes the example of uh, a young, uh, horny man, a young, horny guy who uh, finds a girl, woman, female, and um, feels sexually aroused. That they talk about this and that, their names, their jobs, and this and that, small talk. Uh, But almost all consciousness, uh, the male maybe possessing is simply thinking, wow, what a hot babe, I want her. And she may be thinking the same. And um, uh, this is supposed to be something related to uh, a simple instance of distortion when there's no apparent cause for such distortion. I'm not sure how it really qualifies there. But Ross says, the entire exchange of information may be meaningless because the actual catalyst is a body and um, this is unconsciously controlled, not a conscious decision Uh, this is a sort of strange set of comments at the end here but uh, it's like um, what they're saying isn't the heart of what's most dynamically happening the exchange of information called small talk it's not meaningless, it has some meaning, all right? I'm I'm Jim, and uh, she says I'm Jane. So, that's not meaningless. <clears throat> but it's not the main event of the major catalytic dynamic in play between the two of them. What the major event I, seems to me to be would be catalyst of body, meaning they're both feeling sexually aroused, I guess, or thinking about how attractive the other is and how much they want to join. Now saying this is unconsciously controlled <clears throat> it, it is talking about in this case I think the red ray uh, arousal uh, determined unconsciously, not a conscious decision um, certainly this is another th- this is certainly um, another instance of when <clears throat> uh, the mind is going one way and the body is going another When the body has a process and the mind doesn't know it, or doesn't want to know it, or wants to avoid it, Uh, the guy may know, wow, she's so hot, I want her, I'm feeling excited, Uh, but (laughs) he talks to her because he couldn't say that, and that this is also an example of um, what society doesn't allow or consider normative in terms of honest expression. These things are, you can say that later, but not early. <clears throat> Even if he's a sweetheart, um, she probably would think he's a, a bore and a bad guy if he said that too early, but later it's okay. Then she trusts him. There's a lot of distortion in that. Uh, there's no doubt that um, some of what we're involved in in our daily life alone and with others is, um, uh, it's called autocatonic. It means self-arising from the depths of mind, uh, unconsciously controlled, or the result of some triggering. It's a instinctive or natural, inevitable arising to consciousness from the unconscious um, that we may or may not know, or we may or may not express, or we may or may not be clear regarding. <clears throat> um, but it it's certainly very common that the conscious mind doesn't want to face certain truths in the present moment experience and it may not be appropriate to speak them but i think it's quite useful to know them uh and so this pulls back to what ross said about uh, much is veiled even in the most apparently clear observation uh even an example of the guy who knows he's sexually attracted and just making small talk to try to get close and see what will happen later, even then, he doesn't necessarily know why he's sexually attracted to her or what the constituents of the uh, sexual attraction resonance may be. Um, There, you know, what is it about her? Um, Well, there's much in there that is probably unknown. Um, Physically... Um, and emotionally and spiritually in terms of karmic associations and all sorts of things. So, you know, uh, how well do you understand the the range and depth of all your motivation every moment? (laughs) We know very little the range and depth of present moment motivation, the range and depth of the significance of the causal basis of, of what's going on, why I'm experiencing this, what the purpose of some difficult catalyst might be, or... The value of certain catalysts we know very little, so and so Ross saying um, um, even in the case where there is some awareness of multiple levels of experience in in real time, um, comprehension is very, very limited, and um, it seems a very simple point to me. Um, it's like when when you <clears throat> um when you see the open road you know how far you can go. But if you're staying in a box you think that that um you've been everywhere. <laughs> so um the frog at the bottom of the well <clears throat> doesn't realize that the sky is vast and not simply as large as what they see uh looking up through the little uh, circular sky window they they have at the top of the well. So uh, next time we're going to jump into discussion of experience of the mind, tarot card 4, 94.11 and uh, that'll take us all the way to the end, 94.30 <coughs> and I hope this was helpful, it's mm, not quite focused on um principles of of the path as much as um how the mind how we how self-understanding is critical and yet it's always limited and yet um we can really uh whether we know or not know some of the unconsciously determined Patterns, operative patterns by which we're making decision and acting in the world, whether we know them or not, has very may have a very significant consequence on on the quality of our life. Uh, Carla and the martyrdom tendency, um, <clears throat> as one example, and yet, um, from a very high perspective, who can say what's better, or what? Uh, decision more fully accords with the will of the logos in a certain sense every decision accords with the will of the logos or um, every decision has its righteousness even those that lead to suffering Uh, because in a sense we couldn't have decided otherwise or uh, at some level we can say we needed to experience um, the painful consequences Of what we might later call a bad decision, yet, to the extent that we didn't know, we couldn't have made, we couldn't make or didn't make a better decision. You can say it's because we couldn't have. Could you have? Can? Is it really possible to do that which you don't do? (laughs) Is it really possible? Is is it? Was it ever possible to do what you never did? What you don't do, what you reject, was it ever possible to accept? Maybe later it will be, and you will. But at the time when you are rejected, was it really even possible to accept? It's hard to say. And making a, quote, bad decision that leads to suffering, um, how can we say that was the wrong way to go? Because whatever, um, whatever deci- the decision that was made um, at a certain level can be seen as having had to have been made because the person didn't do otherwise so what happens is what has to happen now if you say it's what's meant to happen i'm not sure about that it's meant to happen given the the configuration of all the players of deciders in the situation i wouldn't say higher self meant you to do it i don't think it's that way so people have a certain overlay when they say it was meant to be Uh, it's not that simple and there's more, there, there are many levels of, uh, of actor involved, not only higher self, but also subconscious tendency and karma. So, anyway, it's all very philosophical. I hope it's been helpful. Please take good care of yourselves. Uh, see you next time, and good night.